Hello and welcome to the Peculiar Place podcast studio. I'm here with my sister, Mandy. Hello, everyone. And this is our very first episode ever. We have a segment together called Two V's in a Pod, (laughs) which I think is a very clever name. I love it. Love it. And yeah, we're kind of nervous. This is our first time ever doing a podcast. And so if things go wrong, just bear with us. We don't know if we're going to like these headphones on. We might take them off. We don't know how this is going to go. Yeah. But we do know that this first episode, we want to just introduce each other. Most of you probably know us already <laughs> from my main channel, from our blog channel, from our life. Um, but just in case you don't, we're going to go through our childhood, go through our relationship together, and just other facts that you may not know about us. Um, and that's what we're going to do today. Sounds good. Can't wait. So before we get started, I just want to make a little disclaimer that this podcast is more for my older audience. I would say maybe mid-teens to anyone older than that. I know my main channel has mostly been for uh, families and really anyone of any age. And while this one's not going to be anything too crazy, uh, it is going to deal with more mature subject matter. Um, We're going to be a little bit more unfiltered. So just in case you're very young watching, uh, maybe ask your parents first. Uh, maybe have them look through it first because <laughs> this is going to be unfiltered stories from our lives. Sounds fun. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> so most episodes will probably be with Mandy, I feel, because we just have good banter. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You yeah. Guys, we can talk and talk and talk, go on tangents. We love our tangents. But they're good. They're like great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I'm so glad that we have like a space. Where, like, the banter and the tangents are, like, welcomed. We can talk forever here. Yes. Unfiltered, unedited, like... A full hour of just us talking about random stuff. Because we know that that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. We gotta give people what they want. So, I feel like at the start of each episode together, we're gonna do a quick life update. Now, in this one, the life update's a bit bigger. No pun intended. (laughs) One of us is a bit bigger. One of us is pregnant, and it's not me. <laughs> so maybe, Are you sure? yeah, give us the give us the in here. It's me. Um, well, I just like I'm at my halfway point in my pregnancy now, so I have 20 weeks to go, and that's if I make it to 40 weeks. Some people don't. Some people. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens earlier, so we'll see. Yeah, so I'm pregnant, and I'm having a girl, and we're naming her Ophelia, and I'm really excited, and I can't wait, and it's going to be amazing. I'm so excited to be an aunt. I I had no idea you were going to do the name reveal so early. Well, yeah, I mean, we have been talking about it, to be honest with you, like, okay, full disclosure, I've had a list on my phone with names since like high school yeah I know you have to yeah of course um and then when I met Luca I sort of like went through the list with him and he like sort of like said what's yes and what's no yeah and we actually like love the song Ophelia by the Lumineers and we've like listened to it in like 2016 in the car and we'd like jam out to it and we were like oh Ophelia we loved it and then we just like looked at each other one day and we were like okay if we ever have a little girl it's going to be Ophelia. Ophelia. And it's, it just happened like that, like organically. Yeah. It's a fairy name. It reminds me of a fairy. When I think of it. Yeah. It's very like 
whimsical. Yeah, whimsy's it, like, good. To me, like, I don't know why, but when I hear it, I feel, I think, like, floral. Like, yeah. flowery. I don't yeah. know, like, flowers? It's I don't know. cottage core. It's very you. Yeah, so <laughs> can't wait to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> me too. I'm so excited. See her face for the first time. What is yeah. she going to look like? Mir, Luca. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. <laughs> so... Yes. Every sure. episode, you can give a little pregnancy update for everybody. Absolutely, I can, yeah. And with me, I got my wisdom teeth out. I'm still healing. It was not a good process. <laughs> Big moments. Yeah, it was an interesting drive home. I drove Ty crazy. I don't remember any of it. Like, I don't remember the drive home at all. And I'm still healing. And I got infected. Went to the hospital, had a jaw infection. I passed out. So yeah, that's how my life has been lately. Not as fun. Fun fact about our family. I think <clears throat> probably we get it from our mom's side. It's like the women in our family are like very fragile. Yeah. And very sensitive. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of people might like see us as like overreacting or like, mm-hmm. you know, overdramatic when we like are feeling something. And yeah. it's like never overdramatic and it's never over the, like, it's real. <laughs> And it might seem like it's, like, fake, but it's, like, so honest and, like, literally, I don't know. I I just feel like everything medical or, like, health-related, it's always, like, the most extra for us. And the issue is a lot of doctors don't have very good bedside manner and don't understand that it's not always just anxiety. It actually could be health issues. And when I went back in to see my surgeon after having a lot of jaw pain three weeks in from healing... I went to him and I was like, yeah, I'm having like stuff coming out of the area. It's hurting a lot. And he goes, yeah, you had surgery. And I was like, I know. And that's why I'm back because I'm having issues. And he goes, what do you think? You were cut open, obviously. (laughs) And it was just not very good bedside manner. So I was like, oh, thanks. But like, also, that's not normal to have something like that happen because um, I mean, I got my wisdom teeth out. I got all four out and like. It was not easy because uh, I think two or three of them were embedded and they didn't even need to come out at all. But they like just um, advised that I do that all in one setting just in case in the future they were to bother me. Yeah. And so they're like, just get it all done and over with. So it sucked and the recovery sucked and I was super swollen. But an infection and a fever and uh, passing out and pus or whatever it was coming out is not normal. And you absolutely, like, it's better to be safe than sorry and just, like, go and get it checked. But I feel like, specifically, the tea is coming. (laughs) The tea is coming. Specifically, I feel like in Canada, the healthcare. I just, I feel like it is a lot of the time, like, rushed. Mm -hmm. And, like, you're just sort of, like, a number to get through. And uh, I feel like there's a lot of gaslighting that happens and, like, um it's sort of blamed a lot like anxiety is blamed on a lot and like it really sucks and I honestly I remember the one time that I did go to the states in like a walk-in clinic it's so much better oh my gosh so much better the cleanliness the like aesthetic of the walk-in the low wait times (laughs) the low wait times I paid an arm and a leg but I have to say like I got like I had strep (laughs) and they like swabbed my throat went into another room came back told me what it was 
here you have to wait like days. They have to send it to a lab and then you don't hear back for days yeah. and you're like suffering, not knowing what it is. And then they gave me my medication right away. And then the next day I felt better and it was like the best experience ever. <laughs> like, yeah. so, and I'm not used to that at all. I don't know. I just feel like if there's something, I don't know, something yeah. going on here again. <laughs> I mean, it took me a year to get my Lyme diagnosis. I was just thinking that. And that was just hell for me. So not great. Had to go to the States. Got diagnosed there. Super quick, super easy. Got my meds. Started healing. Will never be fully healed, but at least going to the States really started that for me. Canada's not good. I feel like <clears throat> there's definitely a difference in quality of service when you're actually paying for something it sucks but like it just seems like even in like when you pay for special like healthcare things in Canada yeah. like I have a hormone doctor specialist that helped me like with like my menstruating and all of that stuff I know it's so it's so like personal TMI but I feel like it's important to talk about that stuff as women like I feel like it's it's like taboo but it shouldn't be yeah and, like, we all go through it, and some of us struggle a lot more than others, and it's okay to be open and honest about it, but I feel like once I started going to this person and, like, paid for the year, and I had them on call, like, when I had access to communicating with them, and, like, I ended up really, like, getting better and healing, and it's just, like, a whole different experience. Mm -hmm. And while I'm very, like, we love our doctors and nurses and everything, thank God for them, someone has to do it. But it, there's definitely a difference, I feel like, For sure. in quality of service. Yeah. That's well, the tea. <laughs> that was a tangent for my life update. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on and talk about ourselves. In case you don't know us, our ages, our age differences, our zodiac signs, just very basic things about us. So I am 29. Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, oh. She old, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm she's pushing. I'm she's it. pushing thirty. Everyone, let's not talk about it though. Um, I'm 26, but I'm gonna be 27 this year. Yeah, so we're like two and a half years apart. I always tell people three years. It's just yeah, easier. it's closer to three, but it's like two and a half years. Yeah. Um, I'm an Aquarius. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, and I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We get along a lot better now. Mix. <laughs> Interesting mix. Water and air. I don't know much about zodiac signs, to be honest. I know mine really well, and I know people around me, like my family and, like, obviously, like, Ty. But I don't know all the signs and, like, what it really So let means. me be clear about this. <clears throat> so I am always amazed how accurate everyone's zodiac sign I is to too. their char characteristics. Yeah. And I, I... But the thing is, I don't follow the month to month star it's in the stars and like Scorpio is no. going to have a hard week this week and all that like I don't follow that but I always it amazes me how accurate each person's zodiac is to them yeah whether they believe it or not like <laughs> the characteristics yeah it's like insane and like just like the whole fire and water and air and earth all of it is just like it just makes so much sense to, like, each person. By the way, my baby's going to be a Capricorn. Are you happy with it? Yes. Okay. I am because... I don't know anything about Capricorns. Listen, the thing is, is Earth signs, and this is a widely agreed upon thing, is that Earth signs are just the best because okay. they are 
they're the most down to earth, they're stubborn. But like they're the most calm, down to earth, low key. Not they they're not high in maintenance at all. Like okay. the easiest. I feel like they're the easiest signs to get along with. Luca's a Taurus, so I just is I that, know that is because that earth? of him. Oh, okay, so he's earth sign. Yes, okay. he's an earth sign, and I'm a water sign, so it works out perfectly. Oh, we're all different. So what's Ty if he's a Gemini? Air, I think. Yeah. Is that air? Oh, okay. Yeah, you guys are both air. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know what the compatibility is between... I did look that up, and it's like a perfect match. You know how you have like the I soulmate so. thing? Yeah. Same with Taurus and Scorpio. Oh, I love that. I love, I that, love that too, because the thing is, we're such polar opposites, and... um like we balance each other out really well and like opposites attract if i had if i was with somebody that was exactly like me it would be down we'd kill each other i don't think i don't i'm way too high strung anxiety yeah like and like i have like high energy to the point where i'm like i love to plan things i love to like be in charge and then luca's like there for the ride He's like, as long as I don't have to plan anything, I'll just show up. I love that, though. When they just, like, lay back and listen and do what you plan. Like, <laughs> I think they just sit though. down and shut up. And <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they're down to just, like, go, go with your plans on a trip yeah. and stuff. You know? Like, whatever you want. Like, I trust you. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I love that, too. It's like taking on different roles in their yeah. relationship, strengths and weaknesses. It's yeah. nice. Another fact about us is we're both naturally blonde, even though we currently are not. I'm like a Goldilocks blonde. I guess we're kind of the same sort of mousy, like that, like deep blonde, you know? Yeah. The blonde that I found boring for myself, so I wanted to change. I don't mean that like rudely to anyone who's blonde. I just mean like it was that weird color where sometimes in certain lights it was almost grayish colored Mm -hmm. and sometimes it looked nice in the light. And I was like, I need to change this immediately. Some people are just blessed. Like, um, no, it's true. Like, some people yeah, are just beautiful brunettes and like. Whenever red I think hair. of like the most beautiful natural hair that I've ever seen in my life, it's the girl who plays Cheryl on Riverdale with the red hair. Yeah. And her and I've read I've searched this up because I like I want copper hair like her. Is that real hair? Like her real hair? She color? has never once dyed her hair in her life. That's why it's so nice because it's just and flowing. She's told she like because everyone asks her because her hair is iconic. She's, yeah. like, known for her hair color. And I read an article or something where she had said in an interview or something that her mother always told her, like, never dye your hair because you'll regret it. And she never has. Wow. And she's, like, a huge actress, and she's never dyed her hair. Yeah, I'm jealous. I mean, you might have to fact check that to date, <laughs> but I remember specifically reading that when I wanted to become copper. And I was like, some people are just blessed. Yeah, just like Lindsay Lohan with her iconic hair. Yeah, growing up. That redheads. Beautiful red. Redheads, the guys man. are just gorgeous. And you know what? Our grandmother was a redhead, and they say that, like, ginger is a strong gene. What happened? Dad what kind happened? of had ginger hair when he was a teenager. Like, some of his photos, it was kind of that ginger, like, brown. What happened? I don't know, but you're ginger now. <laughs> I, want it, I want it to be natural. <laughs> it looks natural, don't worry. I wonder what color hair my baby's gonna be. It might be ginger. Because Luca has a red beard. That would be so cute. It's red. <laughs> it's red. She'll be cute no matter what, so don't worry about I it. I agree. <laughs> okay, another fact is that we both have so many matching tattoos, and we both have each other's <laughs> names. 
<laughs> on each other tattooed. No, I never I think about this because it's so true, but it's like, it's like, yeah, obviously. I don't yeah. know why. It just like feels so normal for me and you to have so many tattoos. And there's yeah. never a point where like, I'm like, okay, enough's enough. Like, there's too many. I want to keep going. We want Let's dragons. Let's keep going. I'm so down. I love that. It's so cute because like, no, it's matching all the time. Literally. And then also like, the the appointments of like going to the tattoo together. together it's so special no, I love oh, it. i'm gonna cry oh. <laughs> i'm way too hormonal for this i love it so let's go through so we both have crescent moons we both have um the akatar mountains our names we both have our names we both have the jedi symbol mm-hmm. i think there's one more that we're missing I mean, that's a lot already, as it is. <laughs> I think that's it, dude. Really? And then, our, yeah, our names. That's still a lot. That is a lot. That's what, four? Five? Like, as in, I have Jess on me, and she has Mandy on her. Yeah. That's still a lot. And, and there's more to come. We want, yeah, we want to get dragons next. Yeah. As soon as this baby comes out, I want to do it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking yeah, forward to it. Okay. So we wanted to talk about some of the favorite things we did as kids. So I think, like, you might have written down some of yours. Or maybe not. Favorite, I, favorite child. Like, favorite childhood memories, memories, things we used to do, like, when you think about our childhood, like, what are the fun moments? So I'll, I'll say the first one. So okay. the first is that we used to always watch movies together, Disney movies, movies that we shouldn't have been watching, like Charlie's Angels <laughs> and, like, all kinds of stuff that we would definitely sneak and watch. But we did this thing where we would choose a character to be. Do you yes, remember that? So we'd yes. look at all the characters and Mandy would be like, I want to be that girl, whatever character it was. And I would choose one. And that whole movie, like we'd react depending on what our character was doing. And it was, it I was I think fun. about that all the time. Whenever I like watch movies where we do that. Yeah. Even like when I'm with Luca and I, I just remember that being a thing. I don't know if anyone else has done that or if that's just a you and me well, but, thing. But we used to do that with our cousins and stuff too. Well, we, we used to them. force it upon them. We'd be like, like, we used to be to like, choose. You and I would choose, and we'd be like, okay, that leaves this person for you. And it'd always be, like, the worst character. It's like, sorry, little cousin, that one's you. And they'd be like, no. And we'd be like, you have to be one. No, we'd, like, try to convince them. We'd be like, no, like, they're so great. Like, they're literally the best. And they weren't. <laughs> we, we left the worst for the last option. That sounds awful, but that was fun. I love that. I like doing that. I love that. I thought you were going to say what I was going to say. Because okay. it's so... It's so similar. The first thing was, like, same thing. Like, we used to, like, go into the basement and watch movies and stuff and have, like, sister... We call them sister sleepovers. Yeah. And um, we'd, like, set up, like, a little, like, bed fort in front of the TV with lots of pillows and lots of snacks. And we'd be, like, away from, like, everything else in the house because we'd be in the basement. So we could, like, talk and, like, whatever, watch movies. And... Our dad would always make us, this is, like, the whitest thing ever, but he used to make us KD with chopped up hot dogs. (laughs) Chopped up hot dogs mixed in with, like, with, like, peas and corn. It was good, though. And ketchup. It was, like, the healthy version of KD, but it wasn't really. And ketchup. And we used to eat it and watch, like, again, Charlie's Angels, the first (laughs) thing that comes to mind. And we used to have these sister sleepovers, and they were the best. That was so fun. Yeah. I love those nights. <laughs> I wrote down that we used to put on, like, plays and dance shows in the basement. Yeah. And we'd call our parents down. We would do it with, like, our cousins or, like, family friends. Yeah, yeah. Not usually just you and me. We usually did it with family around. 
And then some fights in there. I mean, it wasn't all good memories. Like, we did this thing where, like, each song we did, someone was the star. So you'd, like, choose that person, and they would be the one we'd lift up and, like, dance around in a circle. And, like, they would choose the choreography mostly. And, like, you kind of became almost the director of the dance of that song. Yeah, we would, like, actively each choreograph yeah. uh, a song, which yeah. was cool. It was pretty cool. We were very um, creative kids. Yeah, like, we'd go to, like, the Mamma Mia movie, and we'd come home and go yes. in the basement, and we'd have the CD already. And, and we'd dance. do the whole thing. Or, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, we had the CD. Pirates. And we'd do it. Yeah. That was so much fun. I feel like a lot of kids do those plays and stuff. I hope they still do. I feel like Luke and I were talking about this the other day of, like, how we feel like it's possible that our generation's childhood was, like, the last childhood of... I that, too. Yeah, because we didn't have any social media whatsoever. Facebook was not a thing, ever. Like, Facebook became a thing when I, like, went into grade 8. Yeah. Um, We didn't have cell phones... There were no apps. There, there was were no, no games. Instagram until I was in college. If anything, we had computer games. And that was it. We had computer games and, like, our DS and Game Boys. Like, we didn't have any real, like, intense, like, technical things. Yeah. No iPads, no iPhones, nothing. And, like, we used our imagination for everything. We would, like, play outside. We would, like, pretend. And, like, it was just so, like, imaginative and creative and just like the best and I just hope that like kids are still able to like do those things without being distracted and um yeah kids are so occupied now with technology I'm not saying it's their fault because that's all they know I mean if we grew up now that's all we would know well it's everywhere you it's everywhere you're never bored like there's always something to do and like I feel like our boredom led to our creativity yeah we were forced to entertain ourselves what do we do yeah we'd play like walkie talkie hide and seek we'd like walk to the park we used to like play hide and seek in the dark that's another one I it just came to mind now how fun that used to be and sometimes like at parties and stuff we still do it yeah but like yeah we used to like go to like um the playground and like play like oh like you can't like step on the sand because it's lava or something like yeah. we used to like make that stuff up but um Luke and I were driving around yesterday and we saw a couple little kids with lemonade stands and it made me so happy because I remember I did that, that. Yeah. and like I was like I'm so glad that like kids are still doing that yeah keep doing it it's so important kids need to be kids yeah you know but yeah we had we had a, I'm thankful that yeah. we grew up in a time where we did and there was none of that yeah, extra stuff. Like, do kids still, like, sit and play Barbies and stuff for five hours? Well, I feel like now they might. <laughs> yeah, for the, the movie. movie. They're going to start doing that again. I hope so. I hope that rekindled something for kids, you know? Because mm-hmm. that was important to us. Um, I wrote down that we'd also make, like, home videos and movies and stuff. Like, we have a whole case of, like, CDs from videos we did. And they were called, like, Curse of the Vampire (laughs) and Spy Kids and, like... Spy Dorks. Spy Dorks, sorry. Oh, yeah, we would take... We'd spin the name and do dorks, even though we (laughs) wouldn't get copyrighted at 12. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun. We'd do all kinds of stuff. I love that. Yeah. Do you have another one that you want to share? Yes. Oh, I have two. So, one of them was at nighttime. So, I don't know if... Okay, anyone that's our age will know. But if you had a DS gaming system, is that what the gaming system? I don't know. I don't it's know. Like a DS. Device, whatever. Um, <laughs> I feel so old. I know. Um, 
there was PictoChat on there. Oh, yeah. And uh, basically PictoChat, how do you describe it? It's like where you connect in close vicinity with another person who has a DS that's actively also on PictoChat. Mm -hmm. And it was a place where you could, like, type things or draw things or, like, whatever. And, like, we'd be in bed at night and, she like, she would be in her room in bed at night and our parents would be, like, go to sleep. And, like, we would, like, go on PictoChat and, like, talk and, like, draw and, like, do fun things, like, in the secret of our separate yeah. bedrooms. Doodle communication. It was fun. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, and the last one was um, specifically something you did. <laughs> and I, like, literally laugh because I'm like, why did I want this? Okay. Uh, I used to, like, get Jess to either, like, draw me... Um, like, my own custom coloring book. I remember that. And she would, like, actually draw things for me to color. Because, like, you're an artist, so she would do that. And then also, when, like, the computer was email and, like, websites used to, like, be, like, a huge thing. And, like, GIFs became a thing. Yeah. I was so fascinated by GIFs. Is it GIF or GIF? <laughs> I say GIF. I, I think know. the creator said GIF, didn't they? Okay, Jess. I don't know. I used to, like, force Jess to, like, send me emails with piles and piles of, of GIFs just for entertainment. I don't know why, but, like, and then you would do it, and it would, like, make my day. We would also send each other PowerPoints with, like, music Slideshows. Yeah. Slideshows. PowerPoint slideshows. And we'd, like, present them to each other. <laughs> like, 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 apple-bottom jeans, like, short No, it low. would always be, like... A specific, like, a particular subject, like yeah. a theme. What time you did Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, those were so fun. Yeah. I love those. Um, <laughs> that's it for my childhood memories that I wrote That's down. it? That's all you remember? That's it. <laughs> okay, so I also wrote that in the middle of the night, if we couldn't sleep, we'd write on the carpet to each other. So, like, oh. we, we had rooms down the hallway from each other, and so he, each of us would go out one at a time, and, like, we had, like, a, a beige sort of gray carpet, and whenever you, like, kind of put your finger over it, it would go darker. I don't know if that makes any sense, but we'd, like, write messages to each other or, like, doodle something, and then the other person would go out, go view it, and then write back. And mom and dad always heard us, and I don't so know quiet. how. We were so quiet. How did they hear us? They must have heard the carpet. That that's, must be what it was. It's gotta be. But I remember us being so quiet that I couldn't even hear if you were done or not. Like, I wouldn't even know if you did it and went back into your room. Like, I'd have to pee. Because that's how quiet we were. And mom and dad would still be like, what are you doing? I remember one time I filled up my bed with pillows, making it look like I was in the <laughs> bed. I thought I was so clever. And they knew? Dad knew. I made it look so real so that I could sneak into Jess's room. And we could be up all night. And um, my dad, I remember, like, he went and he looked. And he knew right away. And I was like, how does he know? Like, I made it so pristine and perfect. And it looked like I was, honestly, as, a, like, a soon-to-be parent, if I saw that, I would laugh. I would literally yeah. just laugh. Because I'd be like, my kid thinks they're so smart. Yeah. They would I honestly I would let them have it. I would be like, you put in so much work. I'll just let them have this night. Yeah. <laughs> I put down one of the most, I think, important parts of our childhood, just like with like fun memories and stuff, was going to the cottage with our grandparents. I feel Aww. like that place was like magical. 
it's like hard to describe like the happiness we felt when we were there. It was like entering another world and like our grandparents would put on like the Narnia books on the way there. So that was already like boosting the magic yeah. to get there, you know? And like I went back to the childhood cottage uh, last <laughs> year and I started bawling. Aww. I was just, it's just such a different place. Like it doesn't even feel real. And even going back there, it felt so calming. And like we don't own the cottage or anything. We used to rent it, but like it was just really good memories. Wonderful memories. And I I hope that like I can give my child that. Yeah. And like I hope that um I can like make such a magical like childhood for them as well. Because I remember ours was so yeah, full of magic, truly. Yeah, there was, like, something planned for every day, if it was rainy, if it was sunny, whatever it was. We even had, like, at nighttime, we do, um, like, walks with flashlights. And just the act of, like, walking through a trail with a flashlight was so magical to us and was so cool. You know, there was so many moments that we just really loved. So that was just a big part of our childhood, so we had to mention it. Exploring and also, like, the the bonfires at night. Yeah, telling and, stories. Like, it just seems so, like normal now that we're older but like when you're a kid like you have to imagine like those are like firsts for kids and imagine yes like imagine doing that for the first time and how like incredible and magical that must be yeah to like experience things like that for the first time and like now that we've done it so much it just seems like normal to us but like as a kid it's so it's new. everything. Yeah. It's everything is so new. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to talk about the not so great things and there's not as many <laughs> of those. Okay. Cause we got to get real and raw for a second. Okay. I wrote that I, we lost our closeness. I would say in high school, I think we were really close as kids, just like we were talking about. And maybe in high school, not that we like were like enemies or whatever, but I just feel like maybe we each were doing our own thing. We got into more fights And I don't think we really got to where we are now until we moved out of our house Mm -hmm. and kind of explored our own relationship outside of like our parents and, you know, the closeness of being in a a home together. You know, I think it kind of let us become our own people and we just got closer from that, you know. Well, I also think, um, too, like just maturity has to do a lot with it because I think high school is a time of like so many changes and so many like you're discovering who you are as a person even like I don't even want to say high school is where you find out who you are because I feel like your 20s is when you find out who you are but like I feel like in high school you're going through hormones and you're going through changes and puberty and what you like and what you don't like and like just trying to like fit in I feel like high school is a lot of like trying to find your a group of friends and trying to fit in and you're not the same person you were in grade 12 as you are in grade 9, you know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like you and I are we're at such different places in our lives, even though now we we feel the same because, to be honest with you, like, three years or two and a half years isn't that much of a difference at all. But, like, at the time, it really is. Yeah. When you're growing up, it really is a huge difference between, like, the two and a half year mark of where you are at and where I am at. And I just feel like we cared more about fitting in with our friends and like doing our own things and there wasn't really a good connection there because we were just trying to figure out where we fit in in our lives at that time yeah I feel like we weren't on each other's sides as much you know no 
And now we're like a solid unit. Oh, yeah. Nothing can break us. But I feel like that's sisters, though. Like, I feel like it it's should be normal like for you to, like, not that I ever hated you, but, like, <laughs> you, like, hate your sister growing up. You're like, oh, my God. And then you, like, grow up and you realize, like, no, like, that is, like, the best friend you will ever your have in your whole half. life. Yeah. Truly your other half. Yeah. Soulmates. Soulmates. Yeah. Like, and I guess you just don't realize that until until you realize that everyone else will disappoint you, but your sister won't. Aww. But it's true. Like it's true. No matter how many <laughs> I'm gonna cry. No matter how many fights you have, or like the sister will always be there. Oh my god. Oh, what the heck? It's cause I'm pregnant, I swear. <laughs> it's cause I'm pregnant. But yeah, like definitely um it's like one of my most valued, <laughs> cherished relationships for yeah, sure. Me too. I value us. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we're so close and nothing will oh ever my God. break I'm us so, ever. I'm so proud of us. I'm just yeah. so proud of us and where, how far we've come and how solid we are in our relationships. Oh, my God. My, my voice is, like, shaking right now. Aw. <laughs> it's going to be great. And then you becoming an aunt to my child is going to be even more magical. It's unreal. I'm so excited. Like, I'm so emotional. I keep telling Ty how excited I am for you. And for me, like, I'm so, I'm so, so excited. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. And it's so soon. It's so soon. Like, can you believe that? We're like four months months away. Yeah. You're going to have a baby. I'm going to have a baby. I'm literally, I'm going to be on mat leave. And like, when it comes time to film this, I'm going to like bring my child here for my mom to watch while we like film these. (laughs) And I'm going to bring her in and just be like, hi, here's Ophelia. And that's it. <laughs> it's so damn exciting. Um, <laughs> so damn exciting. <laughs> so I wanted to mention, because we were talking about, like, the not-so-great things, I feel like another thing that we really bonded on, especially in the past year, is books. Yeah. Books are just the best ever. It's books. an escape into another world. Truly is an escape. Yeah. But specifically, Sarah J. Mass books. <laughs> we won't linger on this for too long, because I know not everyone knows who she is and whatever, but if you do, you know what we mean. And if you don't, read them mm-hmm. it's not an option do yourself a favor and you will like thank us for that because um like i wish i knew sooner yeah you know what i mean well, I, I was like you. why i <laughs> <laughs> like it's like once you read it you're like where has this been my whole life it is yeah. life-changing what was i doing before i don't know like seriously what was i doing I don't know. What was I, like, (laughs) how did I survive? What was I doing? What was I, like, seriously, my life has forever changed. We got tattoos. Yeah, the mountains. We got tattoos. To symbolize those books. That's how How much we love love these books. It's, like, insane. It's insanely good. And you don't have to be into fantasy to enjoy these books. Because I know people that aren't into fantasy and read them and love them. Yeah. Because they're not, like, cheesy, you know? No, they're so deep. Adult fantasy can change your life. Yeah. Whenever we say we read books about fairies. <laughs> oh, my goodness. weird, but it's not, it's not like the little fluttery fairy wings. It's, like, bat wings. <laughs> Which sounds weird, too, but trust us and read it. Trust us and read it. Yeah. That's it. And the writing is, like, I have to, I have to speak on this because this is important. Okay. The writing is, like, you forget that you're reading, 
and you're just like it's like a movie of your own imagination in your head as you're reading it yeah and you literally forget that and I have ADHD so like reading a book that's boring or has like slow parts or whatever I couldn't get through it you know what I mean like I have to be constantly engaged and like these books it's like page turners like you're on the edge of your seat and Sarah J Mass knows how to end off a book baby mm-hmm. she knows how to finish those books off like every single ending of her book the last 200 pages are like insane they just stop. like escalate yeah they just escalate and I know like if you know you know but like I won't no spoilers but like A Court of Thorns and Roses the first book I know it's like the least favorite of all the books right but still, the ending of that book literally blew my mind mm-hmm. and still continues to blow my mind. Yeah, I just did a whole reread of the series and even reading it again, it was almost even more intriguing and interesting and emotional, which is crazy. You think if you read a book for the second time, you're bored, you already know what's happening. But no, it was like better than the first time. Well, because she does this amazing thing where she, like, leaves all these, like, little clues and Easter eggs in all of her books. And everything's intentional. Mm -hmm. Nothing is by accident. Everything is well thought out for her entire universe of books. And, like, the foreshadowing is insane. And it's, like, I can't wait to read them again, too. Yeah. Because there must be so much, like... Like, things that you wouldn't have noticed the first time you read it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been annotating my books, and there's so many tabs, and it's like an instrument when I run my thumb down the side of the tab. I'm just thinking, like, how am I going to read your Crescent City books when they look like that? You don't have to. I mean, you don't have to. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, but it might be fun. Is it going to be distracting? It might be. It might be. I could try. You could try. I mean, I definitely want to read your little takes on it. But guys, you don't get it. If you you have to see this book that she has marked up. We could put a picture. It's insane. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Because it, each tab is for a different character and then there's one for like plot points and stuff. So it's just it's good to have. It's like a dictionary. I know it's a There you go. It's just the way my brain read the book. It's impressive. It's not it's not, like, an irritant at all. It's it's impressive. But I get why it might be distracting if you read it. So maybe I'll give you both versions, and then if you're like, I can't do this anymore. I'll give it a try. I'll give it a try. Okay. Anyway, we'll move on in case you haven't read this, but you should if you haven't. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to do the three things we didn't know about each other. Okay. Which was, like, impossible for me to come up with something. So these are very, like, unimportant facts. Because you know everything about it. I felt the exact same way. It took me, like, a day. Yeah. And then I had to just go to the basics. And I was kind of like, does she not know this, like, simple thing about me? These are not deep at all. No. Okay. Let's get out (laughs) our phones. (laughs) Who's going first? You can go first. Like, one by one? Like, I say one and then you say say one? Okay. So, I don't know if you knew this about me. And I truly don't. Like, maybe you do. I don't know. But I don't think you do because we've never had this conversation, I don't think. Okay. (laughs) Did you know that I can't function properly without making my bed in the morning? No. And I have to do it every single day. Um, Otherwise, I can't properly focus on anything else if my bed isn't made. I think that's good. And it's one of my biggest pet peeves if, like, Luca's the last one to be in the bed and he doesn't make the bed. 
I'll still make it, but I'll be upset that he didn't make it because whoever's last to make the bed need or to sleep in the bed needs to make the bed. And I can't stand mess. And I feel like if anything is a mess, particularly the bed, then my brain is a mess. And so then I have to like clean my space in order to have like a clean brain, I feel like. That makes sense. I never make my bed, ever. I, you and I are so different, and yeah. I don't understand it, because I, I think that I am this way, because our moms used to, our moms, our mom used to force us to make our bed yeah, every morning, and if I didn't make my bed in the morning, then I owed her a dollar, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to owe her a dollar, so, so I, I made the bed. Yeah. And I got to a point now where it's, like, ingrained in me, and I cannot not make my bed every day. But at the same time, I'm also thankful that she did that because there's nothing like getting into a freshly made bed at the end of the day when you're tired. That is true. Maybe I'm like internally rebelling. <laughs> I'm so, no, because I'm, I'm an adult even, now. Even when we were kids, you were inherently messier. So much messier. I'm still messy. But I don't understand how you took that um, criticism from mom. Because I know that, like, even for me and I was clean, she was always, like, up my ass about yeah. cleaning my room and making my bed. Like, what it, Like what happened? Because, like I said, internally rebelling without even realizing it. Like, when I'm, like, I'm an adult now. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm an adult, and I don't have to make my bed. <laughs> I still keep my house clean. I mean, don't look in my closets or anything. But, <laughs> like, I feel like I, I do a lot better than I did as when I was younger, obviously. It's my own house. I want to make sure I can walk through it. <laughs> That's the bare minimum. <laughs> I leave a trail to walk. Just whatever through. you do, don't go into the storage room. Don't go into any closets. I'm still working on those, but yeah. but I'm I'm happy for you that it doesn't bother you so much. It does. Oh, I just can't get there. If you ever need help cleaning, I I love organization and I love to clean and I love helping people. Okay, clean. and I call you. I've had friends tell me that when they're over, and I think they're trying to be discreet. They open a closet, like my pantry, and they're like, if you ever need help, let me know. <laughs> I'm like, I know oh, I'm Oh, pantry messy. I love. The one thing that I will, I don't want to do is the fridge. Like, to clean the fridge, oh, I, the fridge. I can organize a fridge if it's clean. Like, clean it first, and then I'll organize it. But don't ever ask me to, like, clean no, the fridge. Ty does the really gross stuff, and I'm really thankful to him for that. Because I, I just can't do the really gross, like, stuff. Yeah. Anyway, here's mine. <laughs> I flush the toilet with my foot every time, even at home. Do you do that too? When I'm out, yes. Not in my own house. No, in my own house. Hmm. Anywhere. I don't know why. Maybe it's a habit that I picked up from public toilets, but all the time. So I didn't know that about you, but I'm also not surprised. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You can go ahead now. Well, I, I just, that made me think of something that maybe you don't know about me that's not on my list. Okay, but go ahead. The, with the whole toilet thing, did you know that every time I flush a toilet, I plug my ears? Because you don't like the loud sound? <laughs> so you knew that. I think I knew that one. I think I have sensory issues. I don't know why or what that means, but loud noises in particular really bother me. So like the vacuum Oh, I hate the back. Hair, like the hand dryers in public bathrooms. How do you deal with blow dryers when you're doing hair? It's fine because it's not inherently overly loud. But I'm not even going to lie to you. I have this thing where when I'm blow drying and I can't really hear my surroundings, I have this fear of somebody coming up behind me. 
It's like showering and being afraid or like washing your face. I feel the same way about washing my face. Yeah, I get that too. And I do it, but I do it quick. Yeah, me too. It's like paranoia. (laughs) Whenever I like know that I need to wash the soap out of my eyes, I'm like, and, like, I'm, like, for sure someone's coming in to kill me now. But sometimes Ty walks in, like, if I'm shampooing my hair, because we always just leave <laughs> our, our bathroom door open, it'll be that time where I'm afraid someone's coming in, and yeah. I'll, I'll take it off, and he's standing there. Oh, no! And I'll scream, and I'm like, you know not to come in when I'm showering. I tell him that because oh, I'm afraid no. I'm going to get scared when I see him oh. unexpectedly, you know? So Luca has come up behind me when I was blow-drying a client, and I, I screamed. <laughs> I screamed. And I'm yeah. also afraid when I'm vacuuming, someone's going to come up behind me as well. Yeah. I don't like not being aware of my surroundings. And the loudness of a toilet flushing, I don't know what it is. It just, like, triggers me some, yeah. for some reason. I always plug my ears. I feel so silly, but that's what I do. Okay. Is it my turn or is it your turn? I mean, I do have two more. I have a bunch that are just random because I didn't know which one I was going to tell I have random ones too that aren't as deep as as we just said. We can just keep they're just random facts about we me. Go, maybe we should go faster. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, you go. Um, do you know what my favorite alcoholic drink is? No, Cosmo. Okay, or sangria. I'm like not both. surprised. I've seen you drink those. I didn't know they. were You didn't your know favorite. they were my favorites. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have this weird thing that I do whenever I can't sleep, and it's almost every night. I close my eyes and I picture myself walking down a very dark forest path. And if I keep imagining myself doing that, I will eventually drift off. Even if it's 20 minutes of me doing that. And I can just envision myself walking down a path and then it just sort of like fades and I fall asleep every night. Like, I think that's really cool. I hope that doesn't set me up for like lucid dreaming or something. But like, I feel like picturing a dream and then falling asleep into it just helps. I love that for you. Yeah. I'm not surprised either. I will play um, like a movie in my head. Yeah. And then pass out. Like, I'll be like, hey, what's, like, a calming movie? And then I'll, like, play it in my head, and I'll eventually fall asleep. Okay, so you kind of do it, too. Yeah, but yours is very, like, custom Specific. Yeah. Sounds scary, too, though. I like that, though. The darker, the better. Do you know what my favorite flower is? Um, Come on, man. Sunflower? Daisies. Sunflower? No. What is it? Close. Daffodils. Okay, those are the yellow ones. And I recently, in recent years, peonies as well. Mm. I don't have a favorite flower. Really? You yeah. should find one. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe like black <laughs> roses. Yeah. Those are dyed though. Those yeah, are I know. Yeah. White roses then, maybe. I like roses. Mm-hmm. One time I got in trouble at our high school library for laughing at an anatomy book. <clears throat> My friend and I, I know it's so immature. We, like, took out the book and we were sitting. You know how it had, like, the little library aisles on the main floor in high school? Yeah. Yeah, we were sitting there laughing at it, different pages, and the <laughs> librarian came over and yelled at us and kicked us out. And I was so embarrassed because I don't, I wasn't a kid who got yelled at or, like, in trouble a lot. So that was really embarrassing. And I was only in grade nine. I feel like that's normal. Like, kids do that. That's embarrassing. I like, guess. Laughing but, like, at, like, a kid. You're an Search immature pages. kid. Yeah. Going through puberty. Yeah. You're like, oh, look at Whatever. that. I'm so funny not looking. a big deal. My last one is that I did not know until like a week ago that um, collectively most hotels don't have a 13th floor. Yeah. And I did not know the reason why. I only knew that because of my channel. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. People know that. I was the only, like, I feel like it's weird that I didn't know that. Because then I asked Luke and he was like, yeah. People are superstitious. 
Yeah, but I didn't know that an actual superstition would impact an entire hotel. It's just funny because there's still a 13th floor. They just don't name it that. It's just the 14th floor. <laughs> right. Right. So, like, but I guess people don't really think that deeply. They're like, oh, I'm not on the 13th. I'm on the 14th. I still think that's weird that the, you would base your entire hotel on, like, a superstition. A lot of traditions now are based on superstitions from, like, the Victorian era and stuff. I can't name specific ones right now, but we could do a whole episode where we talk about that. There's so many very specific ones that we do every day. Oh, that day would be cool. That are based on. We, we should, should, we should make a note. Yeah. And do that. That's it for me, by the way. I don't, I can't think of any other things. <laughs> I have a really random one. I might have told you this. I don't know. When I was a kid and like we first started learning how to like pray on our own and stuff, I went up and this was at our old house. I went up to the window one night and I prayed so hard. Like it's the hardest I've ever prayed to God that he should answer my prayer and make it rain candy in the morning. And I believed it so hard that I went to sleep and I'm like, I'm going to wake up and there's going to be like Reese's pieces falling down, arrow bars. And I was so excited because I thought that everything you prayed for just was answered. Like I didn't understand at that age that like sometimes God says no. Well, I was going to say <laughs> no is an answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I woke up, I ran to the window and I was so sad. And I Aww. told mom and she's like, Jess, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> and I was, yeah. I was fine though. I was just, I just got too excited. I think that's really cute. Yeah. That's really cute. Aww. <laughs> It's little okay. Jesse, right. <laughs> little baby Jesse, okay. little prayers. Aww. Rain candy. <laughs> okay, I have on here things we got in trouble for at school. I don't know if you want to go into this, but um, my first we had things called pink slips. Do you remember those from a Christian school we went to? Mm-hmm. And it's basically like if you get in trouble, you get a pink slip. Sometimes it means you have to like stay home, like maybe you're suspended. Sometimes it means you have to go to um like a classroom during lunch break or something. But it just meant that like, don't do this again or you might get expelled. And I've got my first pink slip. I don't know if you were there when we did this, when we wrote on the brick wall in the schoolyard. No. So we just picked up rocks. And you know how like if you scrape rocks on a brick wall, it's white. And I'm pretty sure it goes away. I think it's just like... I don't think it does go away. Oh. (laughs) I don't think it goes away. Well, we did that on one of the main school walls in the playground, and we were drawing pictures, and one of my friends didn't like another girl in the class (laughs) and drew her as a pig. (gasps) Well, how did they know it was her? Did you write the name? They probably did. I didn't, but I was definitely drawing on there. And I remember a teacher came over, and we got pink slips. And mom and dad were not happy. Not pink slips. At, at the time, it was such a big not word. The pink slips. No, it was such a big deal when we were kids, the, these pink slips. And I was like, I'll never get one of those. And I did. I forgot about pink slips. It's like a throwback. I don't know if those are still a thing. I don't think so. I feel like schools have gotten more so easy now. Like, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, we used to get like grades, and this might just be an Ontario thing, but we used to get percentages and grades. And now it's like you get a happy face or like a it's either like a pass you can negotiate your 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 mark or something straight up i was like thrown into a wall once um in christian school and she like threw me up against a wall and screamed in my face because another kid said that a girl named amanda there was two amandas Mm -hmm. there was two amandas was bullying her yeah 
And the teacher assumed it was me. Oh, no. But it, it wasn't me. And I had no idea what was oh. going on. And little, and this was like, guys, this was grade like two or three. Grade two or three. And this woman pushed me up against the wall and was screaming in my face for a reason that I didn't even know. And like she was saying that I was lying and that I was a liar. And I was like, I have no. And then all of a sudden, the little girl that like, told the teacher or whatever was like it's not her it's not her and like the teacher didn't even apologize to me or anything that's awful she like with her rage she went and found the other amanda and i was like oh god but i never forgot about that yeah and like also a teacher in like grade uh one or two took away my chair for the entire day and i had to stand because i was rocking on my chair i remember that but i like i said before i have ADD and ADHD and so when you're like a kid with ADHD you are constantly fidgeting and moving and whatever it's hard to sit still and I was rocking on my chair and she took away my chair and made me stand for the entire day so I feel like teachers and like even when you look back our our parents generation and then our parents parents generation and they used to like they had the sticks and everything they used to like humiliate them in the class and wear, like, the hat. The dunce chair or whatever. Yeah. Dunce hat or whatever. It's and um, they used to, like, smack your hands. Yeah. And I feel like we were sort of coming towards the end of that era in our early, early childhood. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be good teachers and there's going to be ones who need to learn a lot, you know, um, on yeah, how Yeah, but you can't assault kids. No, no, no. Anymore. You will be fired. You never should have. But yes, I feel like at least the rules are getting a little bit better now. Um, But I had a teacher, I think it was my grade one teacher, who if I didn't finish my sandwich, she would make me eat it. Like, would make me finish it. And I remember crying and being like, I can't finish the whole thing. And if I went and snuck and tried to throw it in the garbage, she would take it out of the trash because it would still be in the, like, the sandwich bag. And she'd be like, you have to finish it. And one time she called mom and she was like, you know, she's not eating her full sandwich. And mom's like, that's fine. <laughs> like, what are you, what are you trying to do? Oh my gosh, Jess. What? Do you remember when grandma and grandpa used to do that to us? Like, um, they'd give us food and if we didn't finish it, they said like, they would like force us to finish it. Remember the one time? No, no, no. This is a telltale. I don't remember this. They were taking care of us and they were, it was a night of spaghetti. And I didn't finish the spaghetti and they were like, if you don't finish it, you won't get dessert. And I was like, I don't care. I don't want dessert. I'm full. And they were like, no, you got to finish before you leave the table. It's like a thing that like our old grandparents generation, they like, it's like comes from a place of like not being able to have food or like being privileged to even have yeah, like dinner. Be grateful for what you have. Eaten. Exactly. Like you never know where your next meal's coming, like eat while you can kind of thing. It's that generation. So I understand. But at the same time, I was like, I'm full, I'm full. And they were like, no, if you want to leave the table, you have to finish your bowl of pasta. So I ate it. Guess what happened? I remember you threw up. I threw it all up. Yeah. (laughs) And I was in bed, too. And it went all over the bed, all over the room, and I can't even deny I was a little satisfied. Because I was like, like, see? And guess what? They never did it again. Yeah. They never did it. Kids know their limits. Not everyone's going to want (laughs) to eat the same amount. Well, I feel like our generation has a lot of, like, food, like, relationship with food problems because some of us, you know, were, like, growing up, it was, like, finish your plate. You know what yeah. I mean? Or just stuff like that, which, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, I think that's changed as well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if my kid says they're full, they're full. <laughs> like, they'll eat if they're hungry. Yeah. 
I do want to quickly jump back to the teacher thing um, and mm-hmm. just say that we love and appreciate teachers. I don't want it to seem like we're like trying to say they're all horrible. We just have experiences from our past that, you know, impacted us negatively. But I know there's amazing teachers out there because I can think of some off the top of my head of that really made an amazing impact on me. And we need teachers. So I don't want to make it seem like we're like shitting uh, on them. I don't like, think it's seeming that way at all. Because there's good and there's there's good people and there's bad people. In any situation, there's going to be good in every bad. workplace, in every job, yeah. any walk, every le- walk of life. There's good and bad. That's how it is. And people, people are corrupt. Who are meant to teach children and people who are not. Exactly. And that goes for anything in life. I think. Okay, I know we wanted to bring up some more paranormal stuff. So like paranormal stories from childhood and something that we've been experiencing at the same time in adulthood. Do you want to talk about that first? That just, that happened to me last night. It happened to me two nights ago. Stop. And it was one of the scariest of them all. Okay, we have to, so. So you explain and then we'll. First of all, Mandy and I didn't realize we were experiencing the same thing. I mentioned it to her in passing. She was over for one of our sister days and we were about to watch a horror movie. And I was like, oh, this happened to me last night and it's been happening for a while. And Mandy was like, her face went pale. And she was like, I was like, too. So basically her and I have been having these weird auditory, sometimes visual things happening to us specifically when we're trying to sleep or at bedtime or when we're in bed and for me it's sort of almost like sleep paralysis for me where I will be sleeping peacefully suddenly my eyes will just open nothing prompts me my eyes just open and I will see it's usually a red scenario whether the roof of my bedroom is off and I'm looking into a stormy sky with red lightning or if uh, the doors of my bedroom are gone and I'm looking into a hallway of red candle sconces on the wall and weird jazz music playing or like creepy elevator music. The jazz music makes it so much worse. Yeah, or my bathroom door will be missing and I'll be looking into this red abyss. It's usually red. It's so weird. Um, and I don't usually see anything scary. I did last night and I hate when that oh, happens. No. But sometimes it's auditory. Like, sometimes I'll think I'm hearing men speaking from the basement vent. And it'll wake me up and I'll, like, be listening. And I'm like, this can't be real. And it sounds like people talking in our basement that aren't there. Sometimes I'll wake up from, like, someone who I thought was saying my name or screaming or something. Or music somewhere in the house. And after I sort of sit and concentrate for a while, it goes away. Like, it fades away. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have that, too. So, like similar like thing it's different from like what you're seeing the red I don't experience but it's a very like I'll wake up but I actually wake up this is not a dream but I know that I'm half asleep still kind of thing so like things I see in my room when I'm in my bed when I open my eyes in real life open my eyes and I look around my room and I see picture frames on the walls that aren't there don't exist. I have a, yeah, me too. And plants, I've seen like vines and plants in the corner that don't exist. They're not there, but they're there and like I see them. And I always, always hear music. And I'm always like, I start to like overly concentrate because I'm like, wait, like I know that doesn't exist. Like, why are the, and they slowly start to disappear as I'm more so like looking and like really trying to figure it out because. I'm seeing it in real life, but yeah. it's like my brain is still catching up on the fact that I'm awake now. And then I'll hear music and it's like really creepy and like scary. 
Okay, so we had to take a quick break. Our batteries died, so now we're back, and Mandy was in the middle of telling her creepy dream story. Okay, so what happened was I was in bed by myself. Luca was downstairs because I go to bed, like, early now because I'm pregnant. <laughs> and Luca, like, will stay up and play video games or whatever, so I was all alone. So I, the same thing happened where I, like, open my eyes, and I sort of wake up, and I was lying on my back. So immediately, like, my vision, like, my eyes went straight to, like, the ceiling right above me and what I saw was like this square cubicle opening that like went deep and like like far up yeah and there was an opening and there were these people that were like looking down at me and one of them was getting ready to jump down the hole onto me in the bed and I screamed Luca because I actively was seeing this Thinking it was real, because I was, like, I don't know, disoriented. Yeah. And I, I literally scream, Luca, as I'm looking at it. And then all of a sudden, like, Luca comes running up, and it starts sort of fading away. But my heart, my heart was, like, rapidly beating so hard, and I was shaking. And it was, like, so real and happening. And, like, just the fact that I was able to, like, actively, like, call Luca's name. And he came, and, yeah. like... <laughs> It was just that's, so that's pretty so weird. Yeah. Like, I was seeing it in real time as I was calling for Luca. Fully awake. Yeah. I hate stuff like that. It's <laughs> crazy. I had a terrifying dream last night. It wasn't even a dream. It was sleep paralysis. And like I said, I have it all the time. Middle of the night. I don't know what prompted me to wake up. I open my eyes and I kind of sit, I sleep propped up a little bit. So when I open my eyes, like I'm basically, my head is kind of facing the door or like the bottom of the bed. I open my eyes and like Tumnus sleeps with us. So like he's either like at the end of the bed, like lying down or like by tie or whatever. I open my eyes and I see this white shape at the bottom of the bed, actually on the bed. It looked like something crouched on the bed. And it scared me so much. Like, you know, when you walk into a room and you don't expect to see someone there and you get that sudden, like, jolt of, like, it's shock. Just, yes. I immediately felt that. And this thing started coming into focus. And this is going to sound probably silly, but it's scarier in the moment. For sure. <laughs> it looked like a giant bulldog. Okay. <laughs> I know. It sounds weird. It sounds sure so it was a Winnie. Like, the shape. The shape of it looked like a bulldog <laughs> sitting at the bottom of my bed way bigger than uh, Tumnus, like a little bit bigger than Winnie, right? It was white. It looked like a bulldog silhouette. The face starts coming into focus. It is the most evil thing I have ever seen. A demon. Yes. And have you ever seen that meme? I don't know if it's a meme or like, it's like a scary face of that husky in the dark. (gasps) It literally, like it had teeth. Its eyes were glowing. And I... Whenever I have this, I know I'm awake, but my body can't move. So I'm looking at it. And what happens every time is it starts to just fade away. And then I'm able to sit up and, like, relax. And I had to go to the bathroom, calm myself down. It was terrifying. And it's scary because this thing was just looking at me and breathing. And I couldn't bed. Yes. It was, like, sitting. It was like a bulldog shape. It's so weird to... Yeah, it was terrifying. And that was last night. Fun fact, that... That, like, weird husky demon picture is real. It's a real picture. Yeah, I mean, it's scary. <laughs> it's very scary. No, like, that's a real, like, picture of a demon fully. Oh. But yeah. It's, it's, it's an actual husky. picture. F- 
full on, but it's a husky. It resembles a husky, but they like a lot of like I've I've heard like a lot of demons coming in through like photos and stuff are dogs. Looked like look like dogs and like have yellow eyes and stuff. Did you notice its eyes was it yellow? They were glowing. I don't know what if they were yellow or there's no they were glowing. And the teeth were sort of glowing. Like those are the main focuses. It's weird. It's like that husky picture, but in a more bulldog beastie form. I know it sounds so strange, but you saw a hellhound last night. I don't want to even think about that. Because I usually I don't usually see creatures. So like that's freaking me out if I start doing that. I do not want to do that. Maybe we should um we should like start a book of all our like crazy like dream Maybe we should things. So like little short stories, but they're this is happening, guys. This is real. Yeah, we need to do like dream updates every single podcast. That's sh- <laughs> we should. Like whenever it happens, I'll just like write it down and then Yeah. Talk about it. Cause it, it happens often. Yeah. It's actually been a while since something like that has happened, but it just happened this week, so yeah. <laughs> So I did have a few more things we wanted to talk about, but we're going to bring this on to the next podcast because we've already reached an hour. It didn't even feel like that. It just like blew by because like I'm having so much fun. I love doing this. It's very organic and natural. I think this first episode went really well. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. If you guys want to keep listening, I'll put a link down below. You can listen to the audio only uh, podcast version of this um, pretty much on any place you can listen to podcasts but we will have a link tree link that'll send you to all of the different locations and we're gonna try and do this a few times a month I'm not too sure what our exact schedule is yet we're taking this by ear mm-hmm. um, but we're gonna do it often so we're excited it's gonna be amazing I can't wait there's so much to talk about so much and there will always be things to talk about yes so, so. everything and anything yes so thank you guys for tuning in And we'll see you next time on Two Bs in a Pod. Bye, guys.